Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2. One animated minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. I don't think that's the first time we've used that. Uh, I'm sure sure it's not. I'm Scott Corelli, and joining us once again is Norman Benford from the uh, Back to the Future Minute, the podcast. Welcome back. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Certainly an extra pleasure to be here for super, Super Sexy Minute 69. And today we are going back to Minute 69, which starts with... <clears throat> Which starts with um, Biff, the Biffs, Biff squared, uh, pulling into the uh, the tandem garage, and uh, ends with Biff finally explaining to his younger self uh, how a certain joke works. Uh, I I really wish this minute was one shot, um, but there is there is one cut in the middle um, of it, but uh, it's almost it's very it's it 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 looks like one shot the whole time. Um, there's just one. There's one cut, uh, but it's uh, it is just this. It's the same angle. Um, that's for sure for the whole the whole minute of uh, just geriatric Biff explaining to uh, young Biff how the almanac works. Um, and this is this is the telling part, and then we get the showing part uh, next minute, um, which is uh, which is fun, but. Uh, yeah, I, I like the how do you, how do you know where I live? And he's like, let's just say we're related. How about let's let's not? How about you just tell me how how you know where I live? <laughs> like, I I just I would not accept that as an answer if some old man drove me home without me telling him where I live. That's the theme for so many episodes of The Simpsons, where it's like, oh, <laughs> who's this? It's Homer's other brother. Yeah, again. Yeah, big big family, big family on Homer's side. They actually they did it with Herb, and then they did it with Dangerfield. He was Mister Burns's brother. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was a good episode. Frank, Frank Burns, that was his name. Yeah, uh, and I love I love Marty poking out of the back seat. That's that's he's just he's Marty is the original photo bomber. He's just there. Yeah, I just I can't believe that young Biff doesn't see him like. He's so obviously just sitting up in the back seat. It's ridiculous. Well, he occupies a little space. I guess that's true. Um, but uh, I uh, there's also the line uh, that I want to point out that I just think is is funny because it's it's such a bad line, but when it's coming out of Biff's mouth, it's just really funny because it's so stupid. <laughs> but it's the it's the he goes, "How would you like to be rich?" And he goes, that's rich. You're going to make me rich. That's rich. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> that's like, that's just like bad writing. It's, it, it's that thing where it's like, don't repeat words that much. And and he's, he's doing it in dialogue and it's just really funny. Um, it, it comes off like bad writing comes off as great writing when, when Biff is saying it because they've established that Biff doesn't speak so well. <laughs> Either that or it's, it's great writing for a character who's not so good at communicating. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, correct. Um that's that's what that's 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 basically what I was saying, but you said it better because apparently I am the biff in this situation. <laughs> um Thomas Wilson does some great stuff in this minute. Yeah, so the the make like a tree and and get out of here and then he smacks him. So so uh geriatric biff, 
wiser than his younger self. He has he has learned that he used to say these sayings uh, incorrectly. He he has the wisdom of the ages behind him now. Yeah, and that's not the only thing you've been saying incorrectly. Lots of phrases and words. It turns out that we use every day hurt other people that are different from us. <laughs> <laughs> I I I like uh, I like the idea of like a forty five year old. Um, or like 55-year-old, because I imagine it would have happened after 1985. So like a 55-year-old Biff, like in the mid-90s or something, reading something on the internet, like checking out the internet for the first time, and finds a website of like sayings, and then realizes that he's been saying all of them wrong. He's oh, just my like, sweet heavenly Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe, maybe Biff met a nice girl who was – who had a much better mastery of the English language. And that's when he grew to love her because we do know that Biff uh, produced offspring is she was gentle and loving and brought him back to the brink of normal human communication. Do you think that she's gentle and loving? Cause I just imagine she's like a lady, lady Biff. Like she, she, I imagine the woman that, that beta Biff ended up with was uh, like, the, like someone that was like a, What's that? The Trunchbull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> From Matilda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I imagine it would be like his bully. Like I just imagine like she would be the alpha in this relationship. That's, that's true. I, I, I am now taking back my statement because he so obviously married someone who reminded him of his grandmother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> especially that Biff. Um, especially that Biff. <laughs> Yeah, I really, I really like that, um, and I, and I, and I, and I think that explains Griff's attitude toward his grandfather, like the the lack of respect is probably because he learned it from watching his grandmother, because his grandmother didn't respect Biff. Oh no, no, she yeah. did not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about that almanac toss, Nick. What the hell, Bob? Well, I mean, I get it. I get why. Please, please, please educate me. Okay. The reason that it's there is because he wants, he wanted to sell the audience on uh, this being the same space, you know, because obviously there's a, there's a split screen effect. Right, 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 right. Okay. Right. So he, he did that so that there was an object being passed between the two sides of the frame. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think they could get the the almanac toss to look right. Uh, like you you wouldn't be able to match the arc mm-hmm. of Thomas L. Wilson tossing it from one frame and then it being tossed from off frame into frame uh, in in the geriatric side. Yeah. So so instead they just they just you know they just animated. They hired it. a tune. Yeah, they hired a tune. To play the the yeah. role of the sports almanac, you know it's so funny, but you know you it's so jarring. But it, it's interesting that your mind doesn't go to oh because there's there's not two Thomas F. Wilsons. You're so invested in these two <laughs> characters that it's the effect that kind of betrays the scene and not the actors. Well, right. and I I have to think that they shot this before they shot uh, the the dinner table scene that takes place in the future because. That was multiple actors being staged on the same, uh, staged in the same scene. And if you watch the deleted scenes, there were some other scenes 
that never saw print, but it showed kind of the detail of how they put those scenes together. And they were very, very painstakingly mapped. So that was a, a multi-zone scene, whereas this was just two panes. So mm-hmm. I kind of almost think that they tried this one first and then built upon that for the dinner table scene. I would be surprised if that were not the case. I think that's actually, I think you're, you're actually like right on. Um, I, I, I believe this, th- I, th- this wasn't the very first one. The very first one was the scene with the with the two docs later, um, where where Doc is uh, talking to his 1955 self. Um, that's like act, that was actually the first the very first day of filming was that was that shot. Um, but this is still very early on because uh, they shot all of the 1955 stuff first. Uh, and then shot, I believe they shot the 1955 stuff, then the 1985 and alternate 1985 stuff, and then saved the 2015 stuff for last. Um, so uh, because it took so long to dress the Hill Valley set um, to be the 2015 set, because uh, it had the most like additional stuff uh, to uh, to sure. set up. And another thing about this uh, two-panel shot, I, I guarantee that whoever is slapping young Biff, portraying old Biff, is like some six-foot-eight basketball player. That <laughs> arm is so long. It's like a broom handle. It just reaches over and over and over. Well, you know, Thomas L. Wilson himself, pretty tall drink of water. So to get, to get someone that, to knock him over the head like that, you know, you couldn't get like Michael J. Fox. Right, that's me. That's a that's a big old hoss of a guy reaching across that car. Yeah, it's actually Larry Bird. (laughs) That's a big meat hook, definitely. (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's that's all I have uh, as far as like the minute is concerned. Yeah, but but uh, Norman, what what's your? uh, I mean, obviously you you have a Back to the Future podcast, so tell us a little bit about the podcast and tell us a little bit about your background with the with the movies and uh, and and everything. Well, our our podcast is Back to the Future the podcast, and we used to think we were the only Back to the Future podcast on the net, and I only discovered you guys. Oh, maybe three or four months ago when I was doing some updates to the website and just doing some Googling and I found your podcast and I think I reached out to you guys on Twitter shortly thereafter and mm-hmm. I, I loved it and I, I have completely consumed your back catalog and I'm up to date and oh, <laughs> oh wow thanks well just as an interesting aside and my co-host Brad finds this funny to no end I listen to a lot of podcasts, and as a result of that, I listen to my podcasts on double speed. So I, I burned through two hours worth of podcast content in one hour. So in, in some ways, talking to you guys, I feel like I'm talking in slow motion because these, <laughs> these are not the voices that I'm used to hearing. <laughs> they're, they're very pondering, and you're giving great pause in between your thoughts as opposed to – when I listen to you on double playback, it's just like, oh, man, boom, burn through this yeah. episode in nine minutes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but that's how I watch Mr. Robot. <laughs> Br- Brad and I record uh, significantly less frequently than you guys do. Uh, we have a, a pretty nice back catalog of seasons. Brad did uh, a season by himself, 
And then we did uh, a second season with myself, Brad, and an additional host, uh, David G. Mitchell, who's also an eternal fan of the trilogy. And we're kind of working our way through the third season right now, and it's just me and Brad. And what we call seasons are just when we're talking about uh, each movie in the trilogy and then just with some other stuff sprinkled in. And uh, we've, we've had some really great interviews on the podcast, and so if people are fans of this podcast – I, I would love to have you come listen to our back catalog. Uh, Claudia Wells has been interviewed on the podcast. Jeffrey Wiseman has been on the podcast. Oh, wow. uh, Kevin Pike, who was the senior FX director, I believe, for the first movie, a guy who had a real strong hand in the design of the DeLorean, he was interviewed on the podcast. And we've also had – are you guys familiar with the book uh, We Don't Need Any Roads by Cassim Gaines? Yeah, I just I just listened to that episode actually. Yeah, Cassine has been on the show with us for uh, a, a few times, and again, that's a guy who's incredibly knowledgeable and passionate about Back to the Future. Uh, Brad and I are we're actually getting ready to go into our our breakdown of the third movie. Which, since we don't go into it as quite detailed as you do, will probably take us two episodes, maybe <laughs> maybe three. And so we're we're kind of plotting what we're going to be doing beyond that. We've already looked at a couple issues of the comic book. Uh, there's some talk of talking about the animated series, which I'm not super thrilled about because I think it's horrible. Sorry, people who like it, but uh, I don't think, I don't think there's anyone on the planet who genuinely loves the animated series. I think, I think you either appreciate it for what it is. Cause you grew up with it. Uh, like I do, or, or you like it ironically. Uh, the only, the only, the only thing that I really love about the animated series are the live action uh, bookends. I, I think I've only seen like three episodes of it. I never watched it as a younger man. I managed to get my hand on a copy of all the episodes a couple years ago, and I sat down and I, I think I watched two or three episodes. And on one of the episodes, Einstein was driving the car, and I was like, oh, that's it. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> that's enough for me." <laughs> I mean, and, and if people are interested, you can look for us on iTunes or your podcast delivery method of choice. We're on Twitter at BTTF, the podcast, and we're on Facebook at BTTF pod. We fired our branding manager after realizing we didn't have the same social tag on those two platforms. <laughs> but, you know, I, we'd love to have you come listen and there's more episodes in the hopefully not too distant future. All right, that's great. Um, what do what's uh, what what's your background with the with the films themselves? Uh, with the films, my introduction to the first Back to the Future was uh, on VHS. I I was around when it was out in the theater, but I never quite made it to the theater to see it. It came out in '84, correct? 85. 85. Okay, so I was 12 when it came out, but I didn't see it in the theater. I managed to see a copy of it on VHS, and I, I instantly loved it. And so moving forward from there, I saw parts two and three in the theater. And my real strong affinity for the movies didn't start until, oh, maybe like five or six years ago. They, they were always movies I held in very high regard it's one of those movies that if you're flipping through the channels and if any of them are on, I, I would watch. I loved the movies. I enjoyed them. 
And then I just started, I found myself rewatching them more and more. And, you know, God bless the internet. I went on the internet and I started reading about the films and finding out all this cool information about the films and just my affection for the trilogy and the property grew exponentially. Uh, and I, geez, if I had to estimate, I'd say I'd probably seen each of them you know, 25 or 30 times, which is yeah. very odd for me because I typically do not rewatch movies or reread books. So things have to occupy a very rare air for me to engage at that level. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, and I have, I was lucky enough that before it transitioned to the Simpsons ride to actually ride, uh, the back to the future ride in its last summer of existence. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also wrote it that summer. Um, I had to say goodbye. It's, uh, it, it's still, I think it's still, I mean, we're going to, we're going to talk a lot about the ride, uh, hopefully when we get to that Patreon goal, but, um, it's, uh, it's it's my favorite like amusement park ride of all time like it's it's amazing it, it's it's so great i would actually like to get there and ride the simpsons ride sometime too because i'm also a pretty big simpsons guy yeah the simpsons ride is a lot of fun too it's just awkward because for some reason they decided to make the uh interior video like the actual ride video it made it in 3d so like it's it's all like cg animated versions of the sims it's weird it just it doesn't look like the simpsons um the rest of it everything like all the all the line material everything in the lines and all of like the safety videos and all of that are in the 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 real 2d simpson style uh animation style but then in the ride itself everything's in 3d and it's it's weird like 3D CG models, CG animated models. It's really strange. Um, disappointingly enough, I, I never bought any Back to the Future merchandise when I was there before they closed that shop up. Uh, if only I could go back in time by some, you know, <laughs> hilarious vehicle-inspired way. Man, yeah. I would be dropping some big bucks in that store. They, they still sell all the Back to the Future stuff. Uh, they just don't have a uh, dedicated store anymore. It, it, they just sell it. They, they sell all of that stuff in the like general, like universal store now. Oh, I am making a note of that. I may have to go spend some money on myself. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that, that, that wraps up uh, today's episode. Yeah, man, from up to me too. If you want to visit us online at duelinggenre.com, you're always free to do that. We love hearing from you guys. Email us at contact at backtothefutureminute.com. We need emails to talk about in our new weekend edition of the show, Back to the Future, No Roads edition. You can tweet us at bttfminute, tumble at us at bttfminute.tumblr.com. Uh, like us on Facebook, leave a review on iTunes, and be sure to check out our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, in which we join our esteemed colleague Cassandra Fredrickson and review classic episodes of Doctor Who where people are made of cloth and paint and uh, uh, Geek by Night which is our crown jewel of the dueling genre empire. We're so proud of it. It's our original comedy drama audio series and uh, so dozens of people really work their asses off for free and we're so proud of the end result and we hope you guys check it out and uh, if you want to help us out you can go to dueling 
slash support and find out all about uh, ways to help us out online and the cool prizes and unlockable content that will come with uh, your donation and as well as merch like coffee mugs and shirts and all kinds of stuff. And uh, speaking of support, we would like to offer a special thank you to um, our very own patron associate producers, uh, David Jeffries and Leaper182. Thank you guys so much. And we couldn't do any of this without your monetary and emotional support. <laughs> All right. We'll be back tomorrow with Minute 7. Bye, Bye. guys.